Welcome to the Indispensable Small Business Partners of Federal podcast series hosted on Government Technology Insider. I'm your host, Matt Langan. Small businesses like Reliasource can partner with larger organizations to help government entities manage their mobile devices and equipment. Solutions such as conditional access control, information protection, and co-managed devices with existing technologies are important for mobile device management applications, and partners can help maximize existing workflows for federal agencies. In this part of the series titled Mobile Device Management with Reliasource, Patrick Aquino, who's the Partner of Channel Management and Development at Verizon, and Michael Gentili, who's the Director of Business Development at Reliasource, discuss this topic further. And Patrick and Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. Yep. Thank you, Matt. Really appreciate being here, being here with Verizon. I had to give my grandfather a call after 40 years of working for Verizon saying I was going to be on air with some of Verizon's best today. So got the day started off right. Wow. That's awesome. Excellent. Excellent. Patrick, welcome as well. Hey, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. You know, this definitely takes me back to my wireless days with the company and even our biggest competitor. So you know, I'm happy to speak on our experience in this realm. That's excellent. Good stuff. So let's go ahead and kick it off. And actually, we're going to start with Michael. Michael, do you mind telling us how Reliasource started and the needs that it fulfills in the federal landscape? Of course, of course. So just to start off, I'm the director of business development here at Reliasource. Been here for about four and a half years. Company has been around since 2002. We're a hub zone, woman-owned small business headquartered out of Baltimore City, Little Italy. And we specialize in two primary service verticals. The first being nationwide field support, and the second being lifecycle asset management, primarily focusing on IT services in both categories. We are heavily influenced by the needs and challenges of our largest FedSiv client, which has over 70,000 users and over 2,000 field offices located in just about every zip code of the United States. We have been built on a model of servicing all of those sites with a dynamic dispatch and deployment offering. For the past 20 years, we've held prime and subcontract programs refreshing all IT equipment at that large FedSiv agency. So to give you some color there, within a span of just a year, we've um, installed and replaced 8,000 servers for them. We've replaced 70,000 laptops for them, 90,000 VoIP phones, 5,000 DTC rooms, just about any IT infrastructure that is coming up for a three-year, five-year refresh. We've also built offerings to do high urgency on maintenance dispatches, say on a four-hour SLA to go out and remediate a local area network or a wide area network. We do this using about a thousand technicians nationwide with a broad array of technology expertise, as well as a fine-tuned project management office in-house where we have project managers, coordinators, staff representatives, focusing on multiple projects at once and even up to a hundred discrete jobs every single week. That wow. offering, that having this first scale across the country has 
cater to other offerings like our lifecycle asset management practice, where we're using contractor-owned, contractor-operated warehouse depot facilities, ServiceNow, IT asset management, IT service management backends, and complex cutting-edge lab environments to manage up to 70,000 laptops for a given agency. And that service line entails both tracking of assets, inventory management, imaging, break fix, fulfillment, receipt, just about anything tied to the day a laptop goes on site to when it's ultimately retired. That offering has expanded into more nuanced specializations, such as software packaging and distribution, image engineering, administration at a high level of the Microsoft SCCN System Center Configuration Management Tool. Those SMEs on our team have contributed a great deal from the push from nationwide field support to PC asset management and now on to mobile device management. As SCCM and Microsoft Intune product, Microsoft MDM product, are situated within the same endpoint manager suite. So what we're going to discuss today is a latest evolution of our program services, starting from dispersed infrastructure support to dedicated PC management, and finally onto the mobile device and the security and access implications associated with this growing trend. Excellent, Michael. Great rundown there. Appreciate that. And very impressive background there about Source. And if I may, I'd like to actually add something to that. You know, I think it goes to show that whenever a company is classified as a small business, I think we really need to kind of destigmatize that, right? That small businesses aren't players within a dedicated space and a dedicated geography. I mean, what Michael has said is, you know, really, really amazing that they cover multiple territories, multiple deployments, and all of these multiple disciplines. And they really become crucial to a lot of different projects and different opportunities for large and small businesses, particularly to really better serve their customers. So that is awesome. And, you know, Michael, I thank you every day, you know, for the work that you guys are doing with us at Verizon. Yeah, absolutely, Patrick. I really appreciate it. And you know, it's really worth noting that as a small business, we're only as strong as our industry-leading partners, working with the large OEMs, the major FSIs, the resellers who are putting their equipment out there for us to care for. So really, really appreciate that. All right. Well, great rundown there about the background of Reliasource. And let's really kick it off and talk about some of the challenges. So what are some of the challenges that the federal government faces today when it comes to managing their multitude of mobile devices. It's definitely a multitude of mobile devices. And perhaps we'll start with Patrick on that one. Yeah, thanks. That's a great question. I think the first thing that comes to mind is the diversity of the equipment that's actually being utilized, whether it's out in the field or within a restricted government building. We just have so many different preferences and different types of security requirements that are all being enacted on a multitude of devices, right? 
So we have, you know, a particular agency where the, their systems, their applications for business continuity are all utilizing Android-based app development. But then we have other types of departments that are utilizing a full iOS application. So it starts to become a delicate balance of, you know, for at least for Verizon, you know, the stock <laughs> that obviously is there for the need of, you know, the new devices and the latest and greatest. But then how do we continue to support that, right? We've got, you know, Galaxy S18s and all the way back down to iPhone six and a half and Pro Maxes now. So that just covers what's happening here within the continental United States. We're not even taking into account the cases that we're seeing offshores where we have devices that have dual SIM requirements. We're having devices that need to log on to naval carriers and different types of bases where they're technically on U.S. soil. So that's just, again, phones. We haven't even begun to get into the tablets and the laptops that all utilize some type of SIM that require different types of network and carrier aggregation. So yeah, that alone, just diversity alone, is probably one of the largest challenges that multiple governments and multiple government agencies will go after. Excellent. Thanks, Patrick. Michael, anything to add to that one when it comes to challenges? When I think of mobile device management, I am thinking of the trend of bring your own device. In the case of laptops, bring your own device has certain challenges. It has to account for the great complexity and custom nature of a given workstation device, the sensitivity of its connections, and so forth. But when you're dealing with mobile devices, the great work that the carriers like Verizon do and the manufacturers like Samsung and Apple do allows a more light treatment of the day-to-day maintenance and the need to host all provisioning and services from a contractor-owned depot like we have. In the case of mobile devices, bring your own devices highly viable. And the mobile native experience of a lot of users in the federal government, obviously us all using phones on a day-to-day basis, contributes to the learning curve of the user working from the Bring Your Own Device framework. So to kind of give you an example of how that works and how that also saves costs for the government, I would just like you to visualize an application like Mobile Iron. Mobile Iron being a mobile application that you can consent to a certain set of terms and conditions to access any work-related applications or data on your phone. If you toggle it on, you are going to be enjoying certain encryptions, certain controls. Your settings will be pre-configured based on policies set by your employer, whereas you can always shut it off, deactivate those the access to that data and to those applications and live your normal life without those restrictions You know, on the regular text message apps and the regular social media apps that you have for yourself. That considerably decreases cost to the government, especially when you're viewing the refresh cycles of phones relative to laptops. Laptops are typically bought every four years, where the phone can be bought every 18 months. If the government had to afford those restockings every 18 months, that would you know, significantly drain on budgets and wouldn't be making 
use of the investment that everybody already makes in their phones. So the importance of communicating those policies and getting buy-in for people that are eligible is extremely important. And for people whose roles and whose work groups are sensitive enough in nature that they need to have a work-dedicated phone, or they need to have some type of back-end infrastructure, such as a dedicated server or distribution point to protect their data, then you can handle them as outliers, essentially, and work with a hybrid, bring your own device, and then the normal traditional provisioning model that you see with laptops. So I definitely, you know, focus a great deal of my time on being able to host consultations that draw the line between those needs, that tailor policies, tailor infrastructure, and tailor approaches to different groups and roles to optimize costs given a certain risk tolerance. Thanks, Michael. Really appreciate those insights. And let's switch over to Patrick. Patrick, can you tell us how Verizon works with partners to deliver mobile device management services to federal agencies? Absolutely. Right now, the way Verizon is handling mobile device management and the utilization of partners is we're actually including them in our responses to actual government RFPs and even contractual languages. So the nice thing about that is it actually works towards all of the different federal goals and requirements for the utilization of a small business. It's something that the federal government has been doing for quite some years on major contracts like EIS and NGEN and a lot of um, DOD defense contracts. So what's nice about that, again, is that we are able to respond to specific categories and subcategories and actually name a partner who will be able to provide MDM solutions to multiple agencies. And a lot of times this even becomes the form of an IDIQ where they become included in a catalog. So that that way, when a particular agency needs MDM, they're automatically ordered, processed, and all delivered and onboarded all exclusively through that partner. All right, great. Thanks, Patrick. And let's switch over to Michael. So Michael, what is ReliaSource's approach to security in the federal space especially as it relates to mobile device management? Yeah, of course. So leaning on my example prior, there are the trade-offs within this BYOD framework between cost and security. That trade-off has to be maintained through all consultations and constantly weighing on the client's end goal. Given an active directory record or an Office 365 hierarchy, you have to be able to silo off groups based on their sensitivity and their access and administrative privileges. You have to outline certain approval frameworks. You have to then, once you're categorizing the sensitivity and the day-to-day of given users and groups, you have to focus then on the infrastructure that's being applied to each as well as the protocols you're going to be assigning in some bring your own device framework. Some checklists of topics would include the transmission path. Are you going to be operating on over data centers, internet, local service? Are you going to be using database or reporting service? Are you going to have centralized or redundant distribution points? What is going to be the treatment of 
where the firewall between the networks used, and how are you going to secure environments that aren't standardized within the um, workplace, but may be on a public or personal network. Once you're able to I, like, um, espouse your risk tolerance for each group and each different project, you can, like I said earlier, also engage in a hybrid model where you're going to be using some people's devices and then you're going to be provisioning wholly owned corporate resources to other users. There, you're going to be constantly like iterating on policies. You're going to want different ways to send authentication and certificates to approving groups, such as an Active Directory admin team, so that your MDM team is complying with the hierarchy and organizational structure of the company. One great thing about ReliSource and our ability to handle these large workloads, manage very custom and diverse assets, is our experience on the platform side of things. For every implementation, every management program we do, we're developing, in addition to SCCM platforms and MDM platforms, we're engineering configuration management databases. We're also providing IT asset management systems that link into agency ticketing systems. So you're having a clear integration of data across the enterprise to support these decisions on protocols, to support decisions on what someone's access is going to be. And it allows you to collect data that over time makes you more resilient against threats and correlates behaviors, correlates remediations with people's core profiles. Once you're able to sync that data and really mobilize how we view our workers and how workers are operating on a day-to-day, -day, it allows great follow-on consultations that we are you know, contributing SMEs to and allows buy-in for further cost-saving initiatives as customers become more comfortable with their security and they have more options to tailor certain packages to certain sensitive jobs. Thanks, Michael. Really appreciate those insights there. And the next question is kind of a fun question. So how do you thrive in the integration of multiple mobile partners with your federal customers? And we'll start with Patrick on this one. Well, I think with the federal, in particular with the federal government, integration is a must, right? There are so many different systems and different applications and different uh, devices and types of equipment that, you know, everyone essentially gets a piece of the pie. But the ones who get to remain there are the ones who perform the best. So we always encourage our partners to utilize the Verizon resources in terms of all the equipment that we supply, but we always try to encourage that they put their special sauce onto it, you know, as what you hear with ReliSource and the breadth of what they do with, you know, with all of their management that goes behind those devices and all the different protocols and security and tagging and things of that nature. That speaks to what can be learned from 
all of your different partners and all of your different mobile providers for federal customers so that that way you really get to build that ecosystem of connectivity, communication, and more importantly, security. Thanks, Patrick. Michael would love to get your take on this one. So it harps back to my comments around portal integration, being able to integrate an Active Directory source with Office 365, with an MDM tool, with a CMDB, with an IT asset management tool. Any level of interoperability that you can achieve will foster the potential for automation. Being able to have a consistent and flowing record, being able to make decisions and regiment them based on different criteria to minimize human error. A lot of times dealing with multiple OEM partners, carrier partners, software partners, that is going to be where the complexity lies in being able to quickly vet and make decisions off of information. So we always strive to use intensive consultation process. We have proprietary tools such as our workflow automation modeling tool that allows us to do all the work up front and build out capacity over time as we get more and more buy-in and learn and learn more and more about our customers. What I you know, envision when I hear you know, integration with multiple partners, I am hearing the opportunity to capitalize on strides made during the pandemic to embrace this new mobile ecosystem where someone can begin a call at home on their laptop, continue it while they're driving their wife to the airport, get home and finish it up again at the office. That kind of functionality transcends, you know, the day-to-day nine-to-five, one desk or work-from-home user. It fosters a new hybrid experience. It enables field representatives that may be visiting five different sites doing, you know, uh, consultations or surveys every single week. It also fosters our first responders, right, who are operating for agencies like the DOJ and DHS. Once you're able to provide that seamless kind of smart treatment of disparate technologies, there is potential for other applications like Internet of Things. And once our cellular network builds over time, thanks to Verizon's efforts with wireless and 5G, you're going to notice the need for this type of thinking and the expansion of mobile device management into new fields. Thanks, Michael. Great insights there. And that actually plays very well here into our last question, and it dovetails right into Patrick. So, Patrick, what are some examples of how connected IoT devices may need management? I mean, Michael hit it right on the head. You know, as we further expand our 5G ultra-wideband network, as well as our mobile edge computing, we are going to have more and more IoT devices that are out in the field. You know, public safety is just the tip of the iceberg. We have everything from devices that manage garbage cans, smart garbage cans on the side of the road, where, you know, a garbage truck will know to stop if it's full or bypass it, which cuts down congestion, which saves uh, start-stop time for emissions and things of that nature. So, 
a lot of these things have a lot of impact, you know, for smart cities, for federal agencies like the EPA, and of course, you know, healthcare and public safety as well. So we start to have all of these different endpoints within the field. All of those endpoints are gathering data, right? So that data has to be pulled together. It has to be directed. It has to be managed so that that way it can be utilized properly. And, you know, I just can't thank Michael enough for his previous points on that and how do we manage that? How do we store the data? As that data and usage grows, we start to get smarter about that, right? It's the same concept that works with sensors in the road for autonomous vehicles. The more and more vehicles that go over and utilize a sensor, the more accurate it becomes. And telling that data, being able to access it and having it directed to sensors or whether it's peer-to-peer or it's going back to a data center, that is all crucial in the management aspect that MDM helps. So I hope I did that justice there. This concludes the Indispensable Small Business Partners of Federal Podcast Series episode titled Mobile Device Management with Reliasource, where Patrick Aquino, who is the Partner of Channel Management and Development at Verizon, and Michael Gentili, who is the Director of Business Development at Reliasource, discussed optimal mobile device management strategies for federal agencies. And Patrick and Michael, thank you so much for your time today. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you, Patrick. Great.